Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, terrifying. We are at the fringes of the map. And there's more than just dragons. As we're leaving, maybe with the little ghost kid, I'd like to go and sidle up to him. I'm friends with him. (laughs) This Apollon. Um, them. You don't know who the hell this person is. You've still not seen this kid. Yeah, yeah. They've only ever gestured from beneath the sheet. You've never seen them. Cannonball's like, there's a ghost kid. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) When I held his hand, I didn't feel a hand in there. (laughs) You felt like a mass. (laughs) It's a ghost kid. Sure. Uh, After the fire, kid, I don't don't know if you're too young to remember this. I imagine I'm saying this as we're heading to the tower. Mm. Uh, Winterset had one of the worst uh, uh, termite infestations it had ever had in its life. One in six houses had to be torn down, rebuilt. Couldn't figure out why. Couldn't figure out what it was. Then a fella, uh, 92, 93, came up from a center, university boy. Uh, He pointed out to us that all the trees in the forest, what burned down, were conifer, which is... uh, the preferred nest of the common termite. And uh, so, uh, you know, all of a sudden that uh, that mystery was solved. I guess my question is, uh, this Abaddon, Apollon, is that our, our fire here, youngin'? That our conifers? The kid looks up at you, and you, though you can't see their face, they nod and you feel a solemn determination from the kid. All right, well, best of luck. So we can't come in there with you. What can we do? You, well, you might not... I'm talking to James. You're talking to John, yeah. Yeah, John, yeah. Uh, You, well, you might need to to stop my dad from stopping us. Uh, But when we get in, uh, if we start walking away, like, some adults maybe sometimes can see through the gap, but there's not a lot you can do unless it's right near the gap, I guess. Um. Look, we we have to check where we are. The the gap doesn't take us to exactly where it is here in the nightmare. So we got to figure out where we are first. And maybe if um he gestures back yep. to you, Cannonball. Maybe if you, Cannonball, uh, look around or can just see through the hole. Or maybe if you can see through it, you can describe it to Cannonball. We just need help figuring out where we are in the nightmare. We'll do our best, kid. 
We'll do our best. So now so we need some sort of plan if we're going to take down his dad, right? Well, he's just a guy. I say, <laughs> well, I don't want to go shooting some guy who's just gone. Well, I there. don't intend to shoot him, Connor. I'll just hold him down All right. twice his size. Who wants to be first? I'll I'll do it. You get up to the top. The stairs take you up to the balcony that rings around the Ranger Tower, the interior of the Ranger Tower. As soon as you start being able to, oh, and there's like a, a 360 window to give you view everywhere. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see through that window, you can see sitting in the Ranger Tower at the radio, there's like a big radio bank there, is James Lancaster. He's leaning casually and you can see him like just fiddling gently with the receiver for the radio. He looks at you. Cannonball, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. (laughs) I've known you for years. (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to see you. You keep walking? Yeah. And then who's second? Would you want to be second, Connor? No, I think I'd be probably taking the back, like the kids. All right. Yeah. Like well, bucks. Maybe then John. John is second. John, you're in trouble, boy. This this seems this already seems out so of character odd. for him, yeah? It does seem a little strange. What are you doing here? I'm assuming everyone is slowly walking yeah, up yeah. eventually. I was I was only doing the order just in case something was in, immediately gonna go off. Yeah, yeah. But you can all assume that you're all yeah. not inside yet. But you are on that ringed part. There is only one door in or out. There is obviously, though, the 360 window. Okay. As soon as all of you are upstairs, River, yeah, River pulls on your jacket, Connor, and then gestures inside the building. And you can see, so imagine it's door, then all of the furniture in this room, there would be like computer banks, radio equipment, maybe some other odds and ends for fire detection and stuff like that. All of that would be ringed around the edges, just where the the windows are. So imagine it's door. In the center of the room is James Lancaster. And behind James Lancaster, there is a stove, a burner stove that sits quite high off the ground. At the bottom of that stove is a black sooty handprint. And then beneath the stove, Connor, you see just underneath the stove, cannonball. Underneath the stove, you see a forest. It's like looking through into a TV screen. Do I recognize it? Not immediately. You'd have to get a better look. All right. Well, I'll open the interior door to that room. The one that has um, James in it. I don't think we should be hanging out here, says James. Did you know the army's looking for us? Uh, ain't a oh, real shit, army, the James. Army. <laughs> Kids, what oh, was the army? You haven't been told about that. <laughs> no, no, what was the army? I was freaking out about it. I just like, wait, man, don't worry about the army. We're in a real army. You know, they're gathering everyone up. We should go join them in Winterset. Well, no. Are we, are we finally in or is he pausing and holding the door? He's not holding the door, but he's standing in the middle of the room. And, and you can so tell... So we were walking in? Uh, I, th- taken, I, I imagine in. that I would be standing in the doorway. Sure. Kind of in an attempt to, in case he rushes us or whatever. Yeah. Well, no. If we head into the middle of town, they'll massacre us. Like, I think they're intended to massacre everyone else. So uh, we'll... Massacre us? Why are they going to do that? <sighs> it's... <laughs> We don't really have time to get into it. How about you come with me down the tower and get you a hot cup of cocoa, something like that? I think you've been listening too much to old George Conrad spinning his crazy conspiracy theories. I ain't spoken to George. Soldiers aren't going to kill us. (sighs) So, are you going to come down with me 
to the station, get some cocoa, or... I think I'd be happy to. I think we should all go downstairs. Well, once again, no. <laughs> It'll just be me and you. I don't think that's going to happen, Cannonball. What? I would love to go down, just you and me, and have a little chat. But I think first, I think we should all go into town right, and hand ourselves into the authorities. I sort of think that it will happen. <laughs> Can, we, can I hear all this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I'd like to take a step forward. I reckon it's a good idea, Cannonball. Let's all go downstairs. It sounds like a good idea. <laughs> You're the Abaddon. <laughs> did I not set? Did I not set that did up? Did I for do myself? something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just like let's let's. Oh yeah, come down, James. Let's all go. That sounds like a good idea. I'm trying to charm him to get him off. <laughs> you should listen to your friend, Cannonball. Well, all right, you first. Let's all go. But after you, it's polite. <laughs> Age before beauty. <laughs> I'm like, how close is... Oh, uh, when you... Sorry, I forgot yeah. to say as well. When you took a step in, James took a step towards you. How, you can see in yeah. his hand, there's like a little fireplace here. Yeah. In his hand, he's holding a fire poker. Right. How how close am I to John, John... John's his boy, yeah? Yeah, John Lancaster is his kid. I'd like to like lean down to John Lancaster. I'm going to hit your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to like get up and, as I get up, swing a punch into his face. All right. Uh, we'll go to initiative. <laughs> it's too crowded up here. We're not going to be able to sweet talk him down. He's the devil or whatever. <laughs> trying to distract him, you idiot. <laughs> I'll fight him. You get the kids through the stove. All right. <laughs> I'm tough. Oh, I'm damaged, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Can I have um uh, a point of willpower back for being calm? Yeah, I'll give you a point of willpower back, sure. Thank you. you oh, wait. Me. Is it your virtue, calm? Yeah. You know, you get all of them back. Oh, I, I always had it backwards. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah, because I thought you had to, but I thought it had to be to your detriment. Um, Did it well, early I don't think or at any point? I don't think it benefits or hindered you. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that was just you acting. So you know what? Actually, I will give you a point of willpower back yeah, for role playing. You know what, Connor? As well, you can get a fucking point of willpower back. Absolutely. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Both of you have. I'm immortal some- again. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you see Cannonball lean down. You see him say, I'm going to hit your daddy to John. Yeah. You know a split second before what Cannonball does. You A split second first, you know what's about to happen. Your turn. Well, uh, can I, I, I can't really do much at the moment because I'm kind of far back, right? You, Yeah, you could try to get through the window. You, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause if like, you want to be I extreme, I'll... you've got the rifle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. So I've still got the rifle in my hand. So I just start moving forward to help him out. That's all right, you can yeah, you can get behind Cannonball and then back him <laughs> up. <do> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, even yeah. better. James, that's the dad's name. Yeah, James, what's that behind you? <laughs> all right, so yeah. fuck you. First off, <laughs> yeah. I tricked the Abaddon, baby. <laughs> James Lancaster for a brief moment, uh, Cannonball. You hear behind you, Connor, say, "Look behind, look what's up behind you," and. James Lancaster, for a brief second, like, confusion goes over his face. Because maybe you point, maybe you don't point, like, just nebulously behind him. Maybe you point specifically to the the, the gateway behind him. And he does turn around to see if there is something behind him. He does not get his defense. So, <laughs> yeah. what is your brawl strength? That would be four, and I'll use that point of willpower I reacquired. <laughs> Can't wait for you to be sedentary. <laughs> All right. Holy cow. So three successes with a reroll. 
just three successes, unfortunately. But nonetheless, hey, I'll take you it. smack James Lancaster, dealing three points of bashing damage. One of my big cannonball-sized fists. Nice. <laughs> James staggers a step backwards, and you can see that you've like bruised and maybe bloodied him. A little bit of blood comes out of his mouth, and you can see the very beginnings of a giant shiner on his cheek. Get get along now. I said it like that's to the kids. The kids start rushing past you. They're in, yeah, they're in this room and mm-hmm. some of them start running towards, they're kind of going either side of him and then trying to get underneath the, the oven. Uh, I'll say the first one to try that is maybe Emily Garcia. Mm-hmm. When she runs around, oh, you actually, you would recognize as well, just a quick thing. Emily Garcia is the kid of Esme Garcia. Oh, yeah, mechanic, cool. if you were curious. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> Emily Garcia runs around, and as she tries to slide underneath, James reaches out, grabs her by the scuff of her horse head (laughs) costume, and pulls her backwards. Fuck. He is holding her now. Okay. Then it is his turn. He turns around to you, Gus, Mm -hmm. and you see, like, a wicked smile on his face, and he... Fuck, he swings the... Uh, actually, yeah. Oh, fuck. No, he swings the fire poker at you. You are the biggest threat to him right now. That's fair. What is your defense? It's three. He swings, and the fire poker connects with your arm. <sighs> you hear a bone break. You Stop. take two points of lethal damage. Uh-oh. I think you are in full... Yeah, uh, yeah. full lethal now. Oh, lucky. You stay conscious. <clears throat> And Connor, it's your turn again. <coughs> you can get into this room now if you need. Yeah, am I close enough to swing the rifle and smack him in the head? Yeah, you can hit him with the rifle. All right, I've gone. Yeah, I'm going for that. All right, three points, uh, three successes plus one damage for the weapon that you're using. You deal four points of bashing damage. Surely that's knocking him out. We well, don't know how tough he is. He's got a ghost. <laughs> yeah, damn it, <laughs> Connor. You rush in and you slam the butt of the rifle into the side of James Lancaster's head. He staggers backwards. I'm going to say he also lets go of the kid and she like kind of falls in a bit of a heap. You can see that you very nearly knocked him out. You can almost see the fucking stars swimming around his head, but he stands back up and you see that he's back back in the fight. It is Cannonball, your turn. All right, I'd like to... I imagine that I have on the front of my uniform, like mm-hmm. a park service badge. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to take that off for the extra weight and clock him again. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you for this round only a plus one bonus. Yeah, I'll take it. I didn't think it was going to last, but I, I, like it's something I got on me. So that's um, strength brawl is four. Strength brawl four plus one. Who's <laughs> kicking the shit out of yeah. Minus his defense. Oh, two points of bashing damage further. You smack him in the other fucking cheek. James's head whips backwards, comes back to face you, Cannonball, and he says, now that just wasn't nice. Mm. Ah, great. Oh, yeah, good. (laughs) Fucking hell. Good. It's the kid's turn. Lulu slips underneath, and she enters into the nightmare. Luke Brown slips underneath, enters the nightmare. John... John is in the room, but he won't run past his father. He seems frozen in place. Mm. Emily Garcia, from the floor, as she gets up, looks at John and says, Run, John! Then it is James's turn. James looks at his son and says, If you go in there, you are dead to me. And then he swings the fire poker again, this time at Connor. 
Motherfucker. The fire poker, maybe instead of swinging it, he stabs it forwards. The fire poker embeds itself in your belly. Oh, come on. You take two <laughs> points of bashing damage. Ah, oh, you fucking... Oh, Connor, when he stabs it into you, you the air leaves your body. You stagger backwards, hit the back wall, slump down, and then everything goes black. Oh, come on. Ah, oh, that is a shame. <laughs> Connor, at the end of your turn, you make another roll to wake up. All right, one point. So basically, you just miss a turn. You black out for a second. Okay. Cannonball, it's your turn. All right. Okay, John is the only kid that's not in the in the under the stove yet. John hasn't gone in, and River and- is still here, but River hasn't. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Made River's a ghost. To, yeah. <laughs> River hasn't made any move to get in. John is still here. Emily Garcia is still here. Oh, and Ollie is still here. Okay. <sighs> How close am I to John? To John? He's right next to you. He's maybe standing literally beside you. All right. Okay. I'd, it seems important that John gets in, right? What does John have? He has the diary. Everything you Was could I need explained to know. That? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you don't know. I. It's John's dad, and I know he's not going to pass his dad. Yes. I'd like to j- grab John by the back of his shirt and slide him under the stove. <laughs> you grab him and you throw him forwards. I'll say that you get him past his dad, but yeah. you don't slide him in. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. All right. Then that was Cannonball. It's the kids' turn. Maybe, you know what? Uh, uh, Emily Garcia takes it from there. She grabs John and drags him and herself underneath. Then Ollie also slides in, and all the kids except the ghost kid are in. (sighs) 
<sighs> Do I it's... need to roll to not fall unconscious as well? Oh, yes. Are you full lethal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I believe I'm you're... fucked. <laughs> your resolve composure is three plus yep. two for Hardy. Two successes. All right. Okay. Three successes. Thank God someone's... <laughs> Thank God James doesn't just snap both of your necks. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, all right. It is well, James... I'm conscious now. Yeah. It is James... Against the wall. <laughs> it is James's turn. He looks back at the kids slipping underneath and in, mm-hmm. and he his mouth opens, but instead of James's voice, you hear a terrible wailing screech. Ugh. It nearly it, it feels like your eardrums are about to explode. Both of you need to make a resolve composure check. Okay. For a brief moment, you feel like the pain is going to drive you to unconsciousness. And then James Lancaster jerks once, and then like a puppet with its strings cut, the body collapses to the ground. Get him down. Get him down into Sue Ellen. Get him to patch him up. <laughs> I've got a fucking hole in me, man. I like <laughs> just look at gesture. I was shot by the government today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all... I got stabbed like three seconds ago. We're all experiencing problems. Okay. All right, how about we just help each other out? He's he's lying right here. He's not doing anything right now. I it... got to make sure the kids are all right. I'd like to look underneath the stove. You can see a forest landscape all around the kids. You can see that they're kind of standing around. John is, with a bit of fear in his face, looking back at you. Do I recognize where they are? You... No successes. You're not Fuck. sure where they are. Everything about this this wooded forest looks warped and twisted. It's not like you're looking at a real forest. It looks like you're looking at like a fantasy forest. Huh. You can't you can't recognize any features. Uh, this might have to be where we leave you. John just seems kind of like he can't really respond properly. But Emily Garcia nods to you, and then you see she holds her lantern high. Un- oh, all of their items look completely different now. John Lancaster, the old diary, the beat up old diary that yeah. he's holding now, is like now this thick, this massive thick book with like pages sticking out of it at all different Hell angles. Yeah. Emily Garcia's hooded lantern is now this like massive, golden, beautiful, ornate lantern. And the, the hooded part of it now is like a different sort of lever that comes up and down. And when oh, she also opens it up, yeah. and when she opens it up, you see that it shi- the light it shines on the wood makes makes it almost look like anywhere the light is shining, the twisted fantasy trees become regular normal trees. Oh, cool. Uh, Lulu, who has the boning knife, it's now a sword Hell made yeah. out of bone. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, uh, Luke Brown with the medical satchel. Similar to how the book is kind of mm. big and bulky now, the medical satchel is, maybe it's a backpack actually now, and with, the, with that same red cross seal on it. And you can see its odds and ends are sticking out of it. Olivia Brown, Ollie, with the circular weight. The circular weight is the only item that hasn't changed. It still looks Hmm. exactly like it did before. But then Ollie holds it up into the sky and a light, a string of light appears from where you are at the entrance exit through the hole and then continues onwards. Can I see this as well? No, you, you just see... You just see Cannonball all fours looking, looking yeah. underneath the stove. He's just looking underneath the stove. All the kids are gone. <laughs> <laughs> can you see anything there, Cannonball? Sure can. Um, uh, the kids seem like they don't... Maybe, maybe uh, you know, as I leave, I'll be like, is there anything else we can do from this end? 
once again, this is Emily Garcia mm. with the hooded lantern. She looks back at you and she says, the nightmares, they're figments of stories, but the damage they cause is real. Mm-hmm. If you can stop them from hurting people, you should. Okay, I'd like to slide out from under the stove. Okay. What was that? <laughs> um. Well, I, I don't really have any uh, idea of how. Uh, to fix it, but I believe that the United States military or an imaginary version of it is uh, about to round everyone up in town and kill them. <laughs> now, I don't know, Connor, if you've got any idea on how to stop that. I sure don't, but uh, well, I suppose we should at least try. <laughs> I think first, let's get ourselves downstairs and get that. Oh, River to- is gone, by the way. The little ghost kids disappeared. They've just mm. disappeared. Wow, what the fuck? Where'd River go? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, I'd like to. Maybe I'll grab uh, James and I'll try and drag him down the ladder into the admin building. As you start dragging James down the ladder, it feels like little wisps of him are coming off. Like little little like eddies of air take color and and material away from him. By the time you get to the bottom, he's gone. There's nothing left. Well, that's peculiar. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So does that mean that he was never real? Yeah. Well, I guess so. So does that mean there's still a James somewhere potentially? Mm. Let's get ourselves. Ugh. All right. We'll go back inside. Um, well, I. I think it's taken care of, Sue Allen. Part of it, anyway. <laughs> the soldier is pretty thoroughly tied up, bound, gagged. Mm. Maybe, like, a comically large amount of rope. Like, all the rope in the admin building has been used to mummify this soldier. <laughs> he kind of struggles a little bit. You can see, as well, the uh, just barely, because he is so thoroughly bound and mummified, you can see just barely that the soldier is now naked. Oh, <laughs> So Ellen looks at you and you see she gestures to her desk and on her desk neatly folded is the soldier's uniform. I could kiss you, so Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that uh, the what's happening here is a bit untoward. This soldier didn't seem very kind to me, and uh, I'm just guessing this sort of thing might come in handy, she says, gesturing to the uniform. I give her like a like a kind of pleased smile and like a little courteous bow, <laughs> and then I push the clothes over to you, Connor. Oh yeah, they do not fit you, <laughs> Cannonball. I'd say they get... fit. A, they are for a fit man. <laughs> I'd say get dressed. Could I maybe get some <laughs> stitches in my fucking stomach? For fuck's sake. Uh, all right, Sue Allen and Tom uh, Tom Long can render aid to you, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I'm just bleeding out. <laughs> Get rid of any bashing damage you have. Mm-hmm. Both of you can lose a point of lethal damage, I'll say. And do either of you have aggravated damage? I think I have one. If aggravated? you have aggravated damage, get rid of it. Cool. This really just slowly builds up on you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. We've been fuckled. So, what do we want to do? Well, if uh, we are to believe the kids, these are stories come to life. Which is different, might I say, from ghosts. <laughs> you really had to get me on that one, didn't you? <laughs> well, that was more of a sort of... Anyway. Well, um, to be fair, I don't know if this actually makes me feel Alan's less da- of an existential crisis, if I'm honest. Sue Allen sits down at her desk and says, Can you tell me what the Sam Hill's going on here? <laughs> so, uh, 
there's a yeah, you know how you think the world's normal. <laughs> well, it ain't. Or there's this world, then there's another world, which I guess sometimes is under stoves or in the smaller spaces and holes of the world. And uh, it's in that world. I look to you, Connor, because I know you've spent more time with the kids, that uh, the things we say and the stories we tell. They kind of like reflect there. So any story you've ever told, it kind of sits in this other world and gets twisted and turned into something evil, something wrong. Then there's a fella. Uh, well, I don't know if he's a fellow, some kind of spook uh, called uh, Abaddon. And he's out here manifesting these stories in the in the real world where we are. And one of these stories, I point to the soldier, well, that's that guy, that's Helltown. Well, well, do we know? Is that for sure? I believe so. Because <laughs> uh, what story was he from? You've been told about Helltown, I believe, but the story you got told, you probably only got told the real story that it was a mining town. Yeah, yeah. Maybe... Let me test a theory. Yeah, I was going to say, let's talk to this guy. I'd like to go over to the soldier and be like, there were no soldiers in Helltown. It was a uh, mining town, I believe, abandoned when the mine uh, started shooting blanks. (laughs) (laughs) Shooting blanks! God damn, dude. So, uh, well, you ain't real. You, You ain't from the truth. Ain't no real story there. Just the same thing that happened all over this country. Still happening. <laughs> I slapped the soldier a little bit in the face. He looks at you with venom in his eyes. Okay. Thought this might be one of those situations where if you told the truth, uh, the story died. Guess not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why don't you clap as well and see if uh, that does something? <laughs> so Ellen looks at you and says, well, look, hey, uh, maybe that might work, but uh, you might need to get a lot of people to do that. Yeah. That is true. So this is these are people trying th- from the Helltown story. They're trying to yeah to 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 whatever to to. What is it? These what what happened in this story? Well, story is that uh, the town, um, uh, there was a chemical spill or some such, and uh, because of the chemical spill, they had to cover it up. Military did. And they did that, one of the stories goes, at any rate, by uh, massacring all the people in the town. So, Oh, shit. And when I left the town, they were talking about rounding up all the people in the town. <sighs> well, Wait, yeah. Uh, the way I see it, uh, at least maybe you have some of your own suggestions, Sue Allen says, but I see uh, that there may be two ways potentially to help this. One of them unconfirmed, one of them uh, maybe more definite. But if you're right, if telling the truth makes the story go away, uh, it might be the sort of thing where instead of just one person telling the truth, because it's many people telling a story, you might need everyone to tell the truth. So you might need to go to town where they're rounding everyone up and then tell everyone the truth. True that. Or alternatively... (laughs) If you want something that might be more concrete as a solution. <laughs> I'm just we just came up with that like three minutes ago. Look, I'm just saying, I'm just humoring Cannibal. You know. Maybe he is right. Do you know how this magic works? No, I don't. You ever been at the at the bar and someone's, clever? 
Someone's spinning a tale, and somebody comes in with the truth there. You don't feel like telling the tale so much anymore, do you? Ain't that absurd. (laughs) Also, whatever the army is using to block our communications, if you could find it and turn it off, maybe we could call the real army. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, also, if we could turn it off, then perhaps we could broadcast the truth. That might also work. <laughs> I'm really stuck on this. this is you really got this focus. Okay, I don't... I, Either well, way... Ball, you also know, as opposed to broadcasting it over the radio, yeah. if you wanted just a lot of people in town to hear it, that armoured yeah, vehicle... Yeah, I know, that yeah. armoured vehicle did have it. <laughs> but how the fuck is Cannibal going to get in the night? <laughs> fuck. Okay. That's how you kill a story. Sure. I've never you tell the heard. truth. Okay, you've obviously not <laughs> hung around with a bunch of gossipers. They hear any story, they make it 50 times more. I walk over, mm-hmm. I grab a beer <laughs> from the fridge, and I sit down. I go, Did I ever tell you the story about how the other army showed up and helped out two guys who really needed a hand? We may need more than just me, Sue Allen, and Tom here to hear that, but that's a good idea. If you start telling people, make sure you include some gorgeous blondes in there for me. <laughs> And they really love an Irish accent. I like, give a little smile, and then I'm like, well, you get in that uniform, let's head into town. I knew you were going to say that. Well, ain't going to fit me. Tom, (laughs) how do you feel about wearing a uniform? Uh, Do you think we could ask the soldier where the transmitter is? (laughs) Or maybe any information? (laughs) We can try. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.